0: Hi, Tim Roy for Warriors.com. We're participating in our 2012 NBA mock draft. Yes, we continue to mock the draft here at Warriors.com. And uh, joining me right now to help with, uh, again, to further flesh out the Warriors picket number seven, Rich Tu from Golden State of Mind has joined us as we're going to go to the cyberspace, to the internet, to find out from the, those who deal with the passionate fan base that is known as the fans of the Golden State Warriors. And, the Rich, first of all, uh, Golden State of Mind, you're sort of one of the uh, is it fair to say that Golden State of Mind is one of the old guard of the, of the internet sites for the Warriors?
1: Yes, it's fair to say that. Um, we've been doing um, the blog for quite a few years now and, uh, and uh, we, we just really feel like that our main, um, our main thing is, is the connection with the fans. Are you surprised at any
0: point uh, about the, the, the passion that Warrior fans have? It's really, it's really a unique fan base.
1: Yeah, now that's become pretty much a given. And everyone in the NBA knows that now, too, as well. So that's kind of great. But, yeah, I mean, the Bay Area is just so diverse, and we've got a lot of uh, things on our mind to say about the Warriors.
0: So tell me right now, as you look at the Golden State Warriors, where do you see uh, their greatest needs?
1: Yeah, um, I'm going to be speaking on behalf of several writers here at Golden State of Mind, but uh, the consensus seems to be that we'd want to pick Sullinger, And um, I kind of feel like it's a good draft this year, but there are still a lot of quote-unquote, flawed prospects that supposedly have some upside. And we just feel that Selinger uh, possesses some skills that transfer pretty well from college to pro. Yeah, we're looking at someone who can come in and find a niche for himself backing up the four and five.
0: Now, he's not the most athletic player in the draft. Are you worried about that?
1: Yes, definitely um, so even internally, we kind of have debates about that. Uh, we feel like even the starting five might not be as athletic as you'd like. So maybe go more towards uh, athleticism at the, uh, say, the three or even even at point guard. Right now, now as you look at at the
0: uh, the Warriors, obviously. You- Among the um, the writers who write on Golden State of Mind, uh, obviously health has to be the first the first key for this team.
1: Correct. Yep. And well, you know, you just kind of go in with that assumption, and I think Warriors management's kind of going in sort of with that as well.
0: It's it's an intriguing uh, nucleus. In fact, we talked with with uh, Larry Harris. At the Chicago Combine, Larry's a consultant with the Warriors and a scout. He is the former general manager of the Milwaukee Bucks. He's the guy that drafted Andrew Bogut, and I was asking him about uh, Bogut, and obviously he's very high on him, but one of the things that, that came out is that he that Larry really believes that if Andrew's healthy, he's a top five. I always say top five, maybe top seven, depending on how you rank your centers, but if, if he's right. healthy and gives the Warriors that, that's something they have not had in decades and right. he would be already the best center that the warriors would have had since I've been the announcer and right. and to me that that's really exciting actually
1: absolutely and just the uh, the potential for that and we're right there and tell you what he would definitely change the game and Jerry West went as far as top 3 Jerry West was quoted as saying Boga is top 3 so um, I think the majority of fans are very excited. Of course, again, we're very diverse. So there's a lot of um, opinions out there that, you know, even go back to saying why did we trade uh, Monte Ellis in first place, that kind of thing. So, well, we'll just have to see, and, and you know, it, it'll just have to play out on court. But one well, other thing I, I wanted to point out sure. was the um, – the, uh, sort of penchant for uh, Harrison Barnes. And one of one of the guys on our staff, uh, he bleeds Carolina blue, and <laughs> he's seen all but maybe 10 of Barnes' games in college. And basically he says he wants no part of him as a pro. <laughs> cool, so he, he just feels like um, that there's just some intangibles in there that just kind of don't translate to the next level. Not that he doesn't hustle or anything, it's just just sort of a gut feel. Yeah, I thought fu- that was kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, it's funny too because, you know, I don't get a chance to watch a lot of college obviously because I'm always watching pro games. But when I do watch college guys or as you hang around the pro game longer and longer, you do get a feel about of certain guys that that certain guys aren't going to translate. Like last year in the draft I thought the one guy I saw who I automatically thought, okay, he's going to make the transition to the pro game was the kid Williams from Arizona who's with Minnesota now. I thought, okay, that, that kid's a player. He's, he's going to be fine. But, you know, a, a lot of the other guys, I was kind of, you know, flip a coin, you know, even, even Clay Thompson, I did not realize uh, that he was this good, you know, coming out of Washington State. In fact, I thought obviously he had an accelerated learning curve because of the trade. But but you know he surprised me a little bit. But usually I look at guys and I I am very uh, cautious with a lot of talent coming out of college. I want to get back to to the Monte Ellis trade and I want your sure. opinion your opinion on that because I thought it was it was great in in the sense where where it was not a trade about money. It wasn't a trade about tickets. It wasn't a trade about PR. It was a basketball trade. But what were your thoughts on it?
1: We seem to be finding that more of the writers or more of the sort of uh, diehard basketball-type fans, um, they're, they're, you know, give a thumbs up for the trade because it allows the lineup to be a more traditional lineup, and it reminds us that we didn't get very far with uh, both Monte and Steph Curry, and, you know, overall a, a small type of lineup. Um, but you know, short term, um, dips, uh, kind of hurt and the fan base points back to, well, we were sort of losing anyway, that kind of thing. and, And there's less excitement. And of course, Monte had a lot of, uh, fans that liked his style of play. So, um, it's, it's hard to let go. And I think, um, that's re- what it really boils down to, and it's hard to let go of something you're comfortable with. Um, it was like, wasn't like we were going to be terrible, um, but we would maybe almost make the playoffs with Monté and and the previous lineup. So there was an element of excitement in trying to make the playoffs and having that chance and uh, always being pretty much in every game and having that excitement every game. So I think the fan base um, is comfortable with that, and and so now you do something that's sort of uncomfortable, and it takes a while to get used to that.
0: Richard, two of Golden State of Mind as I let you go. First of all, why don't you give the uh, Golden State of Mind uh, Twitter uh, handle
1: so people can follow you? Yes, Golden State of Mind's Twitter handle is actually unstoppable baby, which is what Mark <laughs> I Jackson know what that is. Yes. <laughs> many years ago when he went on a on a fast break and had a dunk and he said unstoppable baby, but the problem was the Warriors were down by 25 at the time.
0: Then now that's that Mark the coach Jackson. This is Mark Jackson, the big hey. guy out of Temple. And Mark
1: Jackson with the C, yeah,
0: with the C, and 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 give a plug for some of your writers whom you're representing today.
1: Oh yes, well, there's the founder Shiloh Shiloh Rao. Uh, there's Evan Zamir, Evan Zamir, and Nate Parham, and uh, Jay, and I probably left out a few guys. Uh, there's a there's a good uh, crew out here that we have, and apologies to the to the guys I left out.
0: Well, that's okay, with because we the people can go to goldenstateofmind.com and find out all about the, the page if they haven't been there already. Uh, Rich, thank you so much for joining us and helping us with our coverage of the draft and continue the great work, and, and uh, you guys are a reflection of the fan base, and we appreciate your support. Thank you, Tim, as always. That was Richard Twill of Golden State of Mind. Again, you can follow them at Unstoppable Baby. An homage to Mark Jackson, that's M-A-R-C Jackson, the former... Warrior big men. I, Tim Roy, continue with our coverage of the 2012 NBA draft right here on warriors.com.